The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, Joe. Here, a little chatter and commotion in the background. We should be at Francesca Deli. Well, Francesca by Katie's, the deli and pizzeria on Harrison. We will be there tomorrow. Some technical difficulties, <laughs> a.k.a. we didn't have the gear. So Correct. Yeah. Kind of hard to do the show. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? The Spider-Man meme. You know that Spider-Man meme that's out there where they're both pointing, pointing at one each other? Yeah. Yeah, Jordan and I both get out the car, and I go, I thought you had the gear. And you say? I thought you had the gear. I said, do you need help with the gear? <laughs> and then I said? I thought you had the gear. And then you said? No, I dropped it off at the studio. And then I said? Why? Why? Is it <laughs> that was at 1137. <laughs> so, um... I will say this, um, that Pathfinder can move. I can, no, I, I mean, you got on there. I, I, I was time. able to go to the studio to look for the said gear, which has now made its way over to LaRose, which was an unforeseen addition to the, where's the gear? Well, no. <laughs> so, we, could, we were, we were going to be like a few minutes late. Well, I, I think we could have made it. Well, I don't yeah, know if we could have. But I parked in the driveway, literally 1159, and I was here. But, that's why we're in, you know, the hacienda. No we're we're, we're going to be there tomorrow. We will be there tomorrow, I promise. Um, Scott Craig says it's good with him. It's cool. He's playing golf in Puerto Rico, a little vacation. But he says for the second time in four years, shot an 88. I wish. An 88. My goal was to just get to like 90 when I was in Southern Miss. Yeah, I'm trying to get under 100. Really? Yeah. I've done it before. Thanks, I don't know if I can now. I, we need to go hit, though, soon. Anyway, um, looking forward to obviously being there tomorrow, and I'm heading out of here, right from here, going down to the Dome, going to the Will Call, and we have a deal with um, Monster, Jam. Monster Jam. So they're coming to the Superdome in July, and we have tickets. So I will be giving some of those out tomorrow. So if you want to go to Monster Jam, pit passes and all that stuff, uh, we're going to be doing it every, on Thursdays. Between now and when they show up, so um, show up if you want to go to Monster Jam for free. I don't know how to really look at it like that. NBA Finals tonight. I, I, I got the go Warriors. Into, I was going to go in different. I was, was going to say, you know who didn't show up? Who's that? You know, blocking for Jameis Winston. Oh man, it, it, are, are you are you already? I mean, it, I'm it, I'm saying. Hold good, on a bye second. Bye. Wait a minute. Are we already on June second? Normally we do game balls, pats on the back. Nope. And have a seat next to I coach. Know. You already are ready to put Getting somebody on the bench, huh? Through. Oh no! We suck again! So Winston dropped back to pass, was looking near sideline where we were, right to his right, before he really could step and look in that direction. You might know him. His name is Cam Jordan, number 94. He was basically in front of his, you know, his, uh, his helmet. He didn't do anything special either. No, he actually just got up and walked. <laughs> Again, this was the this was the walkthrough portion of team drill, as you will see today. Sean Fazan and others said he wasn't in full speed team, Jameis. But what, what, just trust me when I he's doing like over two thirds of the drills in the stuff that's on out there. Um, so, but there was a fullback that um, Adam Prentice. Now here's the thing: we're blaming him for missing the block, or. Attempting to block. I, I told you 
live there on the walkway. That's play design flaw. That, that I'm like that's play design. Yeah, flaw. but if you if if you if you're a well, good no. player, then you you can pick up. All right, well something's not right here, and you can adjust. I feel like any NFL player, yeah, they're good. It, it's you know play design. But at the same time, I think you should be able to read, just like how a, a quarterback can read. Well, this guy's coming in from this direction. We have to go in this in this place. Let, I feel like a, the, the guy on the line no, let me that's protecting well, the quarterback well, here, should okay, read what's going okay, wrong. But but here's the thing. So Landon Young was playing right tackle. We have not seen Ryan Ramchek, but you did see Trevor Penning for the first time. Yes. Right? What did you started. think of Trevor? He's big. He was, he was, he's big. He's big. I mean, I saw him. He was out there. <laughs> he's. I mean, man, you you just. I mean, it, it, it was walk through, Gus. Yeah, it was walk through. You're absolutely I mean, what, right. I don't know. I yeah. mean, but he was there anyway. La- <laughs> he Landon was there. Young. I was there. Either Landon Young was supposed to at least throw a hand to Cam Jordan, or the line shuffled left, which again is it's either play. I, I'm thinking something happened there because it's either a, a bad design flaw or something of that nature because. Cam Jordan literally stood up and took two steps and, and poor little Prentice. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I, you're blaming him. You're trying to cut him. I'm not blaming him. Adam Prentice. He's six foot. Yeah, he's six, six feet. 245. No, well, he, no, he's, he's six, he's six flat. Yeah, 245. So I keep saying little, but he looked tiny. What's <laughs> what Cam Jordan stood yeah. up. And, and cause all you saw was like his helmet was kind of like at Cam's waist. I mean, <laughs> you know, it really was. And there was, I mean, like, Jameis, like, had to wait. Cam stepped out the way, and then Jameis threw the football because it, it I'm just saying it would have been one of the fastest sacks I've ever seen in my life. It would have been literally yes. snap, sack. So you're blaming the fullback. I'm blaming either design flaw or Landon Young blew it. I mean, the right that, that was... Because that was Adam Prentice's one main job no. is to not let anyone. No. Get, that was his. Okay, that, he didn't go out and try to catch a pass after. Then, then I'm concerned about Pete Carmichael's philosophy on offense. All of a sudden, because one play. right, one play is concerning me. Because if we're going to throw to the right on a short drop, like it was, it, the ball hit Winston's hands, and he just. He, he positioned, he just turned he the dead. hips right. He was dead in his, well, he was dead where he stood. what I'm saying is he was going to throw it immediately. So you're banking that that left defensive end, I guess, doesn't get up if you're moving your right tackle away from him. I just don't understand why no one was in front of Cam Jordan. And, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a design like, a speed bump. Maybe like a screenplay or something where you just, ole, and then all right. Uh, again, then I'm concerned about offensive philosophy. They didn't even look at him. How about this? How about we just throw that play away? <laughs> I don't know, because then there was another play before that where it yeah. took 10 seconds for the for a wide receiver to get wide open. Well, again, that was Chris Olave, and I thought at that moment... I don't moment, know. I, he was... He, no, he I was thought at that... Listen, no. was making a bunch of different I, I thought at that moment that, you know, that was probably one of those, well, does the, the play go left to go right? He turned into the middle of the field. Jameis waited, waited. I mean, we're about eight seconds in, and Chris Olave and went out, and then Jameis threw him the football. So that makes me think that there was some sort of play confusion, or you know, play call, or something. You know what? Breaking news: John Klebass concerned that New Orleans Saints have not looked good at practice so far today. From what I saw, 
from what he saw, he sees a full-in football team. Confusion and bad philosophy on the offense. No. There was some positives. <laughs> I'm just, I just explained it. Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I was. In- I'd rather look that, look, I'd rather they be doing that in June, right? Than anything else. Overall, Dennis Allen did speak afterwards. Um, another week of OTAs in the books. What did he think? All right. Um, yeah, all good, man. Uh, another good, good week of practice. Um, guys are out here, uh, working extremely hard. I think the practice has been, you know, really crisp. Um, you know, guys are guys are practicing the right way, and yet, you know, we're being smart about how we're working. So, uh, I think that's been really good so far. I mean, what yeah. is he going to say? No, practices suck. We well, suck out there. Well, we, you we, just said we're bums. So we back. can't we can't complete a pass. Well, we didn't try to run the ball. Listen to how you just described it. That sounds a lot better, doesn't it? Well, I don't think any coach is going to say that. Unless like, they're going up and joint practices, which, by the way, up did in Adam Green Troutman Bay. drop a ball though? Again, not that I saw. Not that you saw. Sounds good, Coach on Adam. Well, look, I'm looking for him to be a consistent player on a down in and down out basis. Um, nobody's asking him to be Superman. Um, I and am. and look, development with players takes time. You know, there was an injury process that he went through, which which kind of delayed the development a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say that it's uncommon for, you know, it to take a couple of years and get into year three before you really find out exactly what you have uh, in a player. And I think that's probably where Trout's at. Um, I I think he is a well-rounded football player, Um, you know, and and so uh, he has the ability to be an inline blocker for us and, and also a pass receiver. So, uh, so yeah, look, much like much like a lot of guys, you know, this is a this is a great opportunity in this off season to get out here and get yourself better, um, and and kind of get yourself ready for training camp. You know what I heard just now, huh? Lucas Kroll is your starting tight end. Come on, <laughs> you need to try that, by the way. Try what? Breaking news: Dennis Allen has given advice to all men. When they start relationships, it may be two to three years before you find out what kind of man you got. That's what I just said. That dude said two, two to three, three years, years before we find out what we got. Really? Okay. Imagine, I literally imagine, you go on your first date, Jordan. How's it going? I'm Jordan. It's awesome. Just letting you know now. Give me two to three years. It's probably two to three years before you really find out what kind of guy I'm going to be in this relationship. Just Before I waste two to three years of yeah, your life. Yeah, Just I'm just preparing you now so, you know. The judging tonight, the judging next week. You can't judge me in the yeah, next I mean, year or you, two. You need to look at it as a, okay, so where are we going to be in two to three years? So, it's only, you know, that's only fair. It's only fair. You know, you need, it's, it's almost like Jordan now in the NBA, right? You're projecting your lottery pick. You're, you, you can't really expect them to come in all no. of a sudden. I mean, like, you, you know, she takes you out, you take her out. Like, she can't expect you to be dad, husband material that night. That night. I feel like, I mean, I know we're being kind of sarcastic here, but I don't Are think, we? I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anyone's expecting to be <laughs> dad or material the first, that the night. First, the first night. There you go. <laughs> you'd be surprised. <laughs> I guess like the first like couple months, I think you'd probably realize, couple but I don't, months. I, yeah, I don't well, know hey, about the first Dennis night. Dennis Allen just saved men everywhere. It's going to be about two to three years till we find out like really it. what we know, what we, what, what we have, what we I have. have to get back to you on that. <laughs> two to three years, man. 
This is great. It's like a Netflix subscription. It's a Netflix subscription. Hey, uh, speaking of things that you should be doing, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the NBA, this week, you know how it works with new customers. Bet five bucks on the Warriors or Celtics. If the Celtics or Warriors then win, what do you get, Jordan? $150 in free bets. Same game parlays. Are you going to parlay tonight? Are you going to, you know, Draymond Green, two or more threes. Curry. Oh, you about to say tax. You heard Ben say, uh, Jordan Poole, 15 points. Do you think he has more than 15 points? All, all of those are different legs. If you have at least three or more and one of them doesn't hit, they want to get you one of those back. Up to $25 if one of those legs doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code LaRose. $5 on any NBA team to win their game. And you get $150 in free bets. So Celtics Warriors tonight. Bet on one. Using the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're a new customer. And you just 5 bucks. And if you win. I mean, it's a 50-50 shot. I mean, if you win, you're then going to get... $150 in free bets. And you could be like Jordan and then you bet a dollar on everything and you can make that $150 last for a while. Right? Is that what you do? Yeah, that's, it's, it's to a certain extent is yeah. what I do, what I do. <laughs> exactly. Great. You, you make it, you make it last. When we come back, Andrew Lopez will give his thoughts on what to expect tonight in the NBA Finals. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. <laughs> Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. The Miracle on Ice, Helmet Catch, Flu Game. It's clutch moments like these that separate the winners from the losers. So in a market sometimes down 16%, 50%, 92%, who's pulling off a win? Well, look no further than this exciting market. With a global value of $1.7 trillion, and it's only going to get bigger. In fact, experts predict it will grow by another $1 trillion in less than five years. Here's the cool thing. You don't have to be a baller or a team owner to get in on the action. All you need is a smartphone. It's not betting. This is way more impactful. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. They've already got over 400,000 members on their platform, and ESPN listeners get priority access to skip the wait list. Just go to Masterworks.com, promo code Han. That's Masterworks.com, promo code Han. Masterworks.com, promo code H-A-H-N. See important Regulation A disclosures at Masterworks.io slash CD. There's no guarantee of profits, and investing includes risk of loss. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. You'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. 
Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. It's always an honor with the Andrew Lopez, the Andrew Lopez, who covers your New Orleans Pelicans and NBA for ESPN, joins us. Good afternoon, Andrew. How are you? How you doing, Andrew? I, I am. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is he still the intern? How does Knew this I'd work? get a now, He's now the graduate. Knew I'd get a response. So it's the grad. I, I just want to know what we're calling him. That's all. I think we can call you the graduate for at least a month or something. Whatever you want. Can he, has, he, has he graduated to the graduate? Have I graduated I so. to the graduate? I think so. I, I kind of okay. like it. It, it. It sounds a little more prestigious, you know, doesn't it? Okay, the graduate. It. Jordan, the graduate. He did, well, no, well, no, no. he did send me the diploma. I will say this. He sent me the outer shell of the diploma. I haven't seen the actual diploma with his name on it. I didn't get, I didn't get the actual paper until, like, at the begin until the beginning of this week. So it's a sham. No, it's not a sham because they had to send it to me through the through the mail. So you're the intern until I see your name on. That is true. Yeah, as soon as I get home today, that'll yes. be the first thing that I do before I even take right. off my bags. Well, today's your last day as the intern, then, if, if that's true. Okay. Okay. There you go. I think uh, you see. This is why he has been hired by ESPN. He gets down to the story to make sure all the facts are. And check here as well. Adrian Wojnarowski, a co-worker of his, just tweeted the following, Jordan. Yeah, Nike founder Phil Knight and Dodgers co-owner Alan Smolinski have made a $2 billion plus written offer to purchase the Portland Trailblazers. Sources tell ESPN discussions are ongoing with Paul Allen. Trust that overseeing ownership of the team. So what does it mean, Andrew, uh, Dame for, Lillard. say, Dame time? Well, I think it's, uh, it's good for... Anybody who wants game time to stay in Oregon, in, in Portland, I think that's kind of the important part there. They, you know, ever since uh, the T-Wolves were, were purchased by, by A-Rod and Maury uh, not too long ago, or that, that's agreed to whenever that becomes official when Glenn Taylor finally lets go, um, everybody has been kind of asking what's going to be the, the team that gets purchased next. Um Obviously, there there are some pundits out there that have thrown your New Orleans Pelicans around. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, but one that had been thrown around has been uh, the Portland Trailblazers. And that's because, you know, they, they're owned by the, the trust from Paul Allen. His, Judy Allen has kind of been looking to, to maybe make a move off of that. This is a, a move that would more than likely keep the team in Oregon. Um, obviously everybody wants to move a team to Seattle right now, or everybody wants to move a team to Vegas right now. And I think with Phil Knight being so heavily involved in this process, it, it kind of ensures that, you know, this is not the team that's going to go. First of all, I don't think he would move a team from Portland to Seattle. It doesn't really solve any issues mm-hmm. uh, right there, other than keeping the team in the same division. Uh, but what it does do is it, it probably ensures that Portland, that the Trailblazers stay in Portland um, for the long term. You get somebody, obviously, a guy like Phil Knight, who is so entrenched in Oregon, right. obviously with Nike, uh, you know, with the Ducks, everything like that. So that is a probably a good sign that if if, if they're going to be sold, they would be sold to uh, somebody with such strong ties mm-hmm. to uh, to that area. It's crazy when you think about all of that and, and just, you know, teams going here or there and all of that. I mean, that, especially an area like that, you think of 
Portland and Trailblazers fans and Rip City and how supportive that they've sort of been. And sometimes it's, it really has not, no bearing on wins and losses or fan support. It's what the owners wanted and what's best available out there. I want to ask you to use some of your visuals, right, and what you've been able to see when you travel across the league to all these different arenas. One of the questions of the day we had earlier in the week was based off of the Commander Stadium, 55,000 seats in the NFL. But it, we brought it to a broader question of what is important to you from a viewing experience when you go to a dome, a stadium, or an arena? And I know eventually the Pels will get a new place. So that's what kind of what we were kind of going in and talking about, like, what is important? Is it affordability? Is it seats? Is it like, hey, having seats that have chargers in them or, or things like that? Like, what what do you think is important? That's a lot is of what energy. we asked. I hear you. But when you go to some of these newest newer arenas, and I haven't had a chance to go to the newer yeah. NBA arena as much as the NFL stadiums, which one stands out to you? Is there is there an arena or two that stands out to you that you think would be something you would suggest to Pelicans people before they, they build a new one? It, it would probably be Golden One in Sacramento. Um, I think that one kind of stands out for multiple reasons. And Pfizer in, in Milwaukee as well. Those are two of the newer arenas uh, in the league. And one of the thing I think things that I think is, is changing um, is there's more to do in arenas now. I think that's, that's kind of a big key, whether that's the club section or having some sort of you know, area where people can just kind of stand and watch the game or large bars. I mean, even in Phoenix, there were big open areas where there were large bar-type areas where people could kind of stand and watch the mm-hmm. game. Um, the thing about Sacramento that kind of stands out to me is there's more of a kind of a district around the the arena itself where there were restaurants and things you can do outside of the immediate area of, of just the arena. Um, that kind of stood out. Same thing in Milwaukee with the Deer District. There's, there's obviously restaurants and things out there. If if you were to keep this the same spot, uh, it, it's kind of what Champion Square could be. But I, I still think you have to have a bigger footprint. And it, it's what's kind of going on right now is it's, a, it's a bigger footprint, but better acoustics when you want to, you know. You're only going to have, like, 365 days in the year, you're only going to be playing basketball in this arena maybe 50 times a year if you make the playoffs with preseason, whatever. Okay, you at, at most 55, okay? Uh, the acoustics are going to be important when you have concerts and all these other things that come there. Obviously, I think that is a big thing, uh, especially in New Orleans. But it's it's a larger footprint, but less seat is what the, the trend is mm. right now. Um, why it's why the commanders are looking at a place that's fifty five thousand seats. It's why part of the renovations for the Superdome are taking away some seats to give you better, you know, the the, the bottom suites and all these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I think that's the more important thing right now because you, as people have said, anytime you're building a new arena, you're not fighting against trying to get people there. You're fighting against the person who has a 70-inch TV at home and can sit on their couch and has a bathroom two feet away. Bingo. 100%. Uh, Jordan wants TVs in the bathrooms like over in Atlanta. And I, I'm with you. I think Ling's like that. And Ling's got a barber shop in there. I love yeah. Atlanta these places. No, I know. And that's what I'm getting at. And then, you know, I love that you could walk all the way around 360 degrees and yep. still see what's going on. Right now at the New yep. Orleans Arena, like it, oh, I keep saying that, the Smoothie King Center, 
It, it wow. just, it, it's, it's wow. bad. Yeah. You know, it's throwback. That is bad. Anyway, um, final, sir. I keep looking at the clock. See, this is the beauty of having a guy like Andrew. We can just talk, you know, hours. He's a pro's pro. He is a pro's pro. Um, I started going Celtics, but I settled on Warriors in seven. I think the legs eventually for Boston may give away. If this goes six or seven games, they've had to go through Katie and Kyrie, Giannis and the Bucks, and also seven games with Miami. Golden State hasn't had to battle nearly as much. They have four or five guys who are going to have to chase in action around and off the basketball. I just, I think eventually the longer the series goes, I think it favors Golden State. What, what do you look at? So I think I ultimately decided on Warriors and Six. I, I do like the Boston option there. I, I think it's going to be a good series. Boston is more equipped to deal with Golden State maybe than most other teams, especially when Golden State puts out that new death lineup with. Poole, Curry, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond. They they have guys who can do that. Al Horford can guard in space. So if Al Horford's guard Draymond, you can put four other kind of switchy guys like Smart, Jalen Brown, uh, you know, Grant Williams, Jason Tatum. You can fit them with Horford. Uh, if you really want to have fun and go crazy with it, you can put Grant Williams on Draymond, and then it's Tatum, Brown, Smart, Derek White. And you can really go small and have, you know, the modern NBA fun right there. The thing that, that stands out to me and, and has stood out to me about Boston, I did cover that that Boston-Milwaukee series. When Boston is winning in the playoffs, they're typically, in the last two rounds for sure, they've been winning by just getting out ahead of teams and then smothering them with their defense. When they have to have clutch minutes, and clutch minutes are by the NBA to defined as uh, the score within five in the final five minutes of the game. They are two and four in those games in the last two rounds. And one of those wins was game seven against the Heat, where they almost gave away a 12-point lead in the last three minutes. Um, they have not been very good in the – now, I will say this. They were 4-0 in clutch games against the Brooklyn Nets. They showed up there. Right. Uh, but I think it's because they were able to just focus on Kevin Durant and say, you're not going to do anything, make one of these other guys do it. Mm-hmm. And and that worked for them. It didn't necessarily work uh, in clutch games against the, the, the Bucks, but they were also maybe an offensive rebound away from being 4-2 in, in, in those clutch games. I like Golden State's experience, and I think that is what, what I am leaning on uh, in this series. Is if, if the game gets close toward the end, I'm going to lean on the team who's kind of been there and done it before, and I think that's where uh, I give the edge to Golden State. Yeah, no doubt. 123 games of NFL of NFL NBA Finals experience, and it's interesting. 581 games combined by the Celtics, second most without zero Finals experience. So zero. Yeah, it, look, I I I think I would be shocked, man, if this goes five or less. Right? I'd be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it definitely goes at least. I mean, they'll find a way to steal a game. I mean, this is still a a Warriors team that got just absolutely blasted by the Memphis Grizzlies. They have shown that if something goes, like, they can be beaten and beaten pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I like them in the clutch. I like them at the at the end of games where they can they can make some things happen. I think that's kind of what, uh, what stands out to me. Go ahead and tell Andrew goodbye. Come on. I'm a graduate now. I can tell him. Wow. Tell no, him. no, no. He said Whoa. he's got to tell me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
Whoa. He's already uh, uh, shunning duties. Okay. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> God, <laughs> Andrew, Adios. like today's modern NBA player. You want me to do what? Nah, I'm good. Wow. Jordan, how long does it take you to get home? Too long. 40 minutes. I then I expect to text at 345. Oh, he's giving you the 345. Oof. 345. You want I'll be cutting it close. Right, well, you know. I, I Hey. We got to we got to see if you graduate from intern to graduate today. He All wants right, he wants to give you the title. He's giving I'll, you the I'll opportunity. I'll try not to get a ticket. <laughs> if you do, if you do, Gus got to pay it. There we go. I'll How about to... both of you get to pay it? Uh, you know what? Let's not get carried then away a, here. Then it's a truck. Truck can pay it. Yeah, there you this go. Then <laughs> we can do that as well. Buddy's sitting there going, go to break before they make me uh, have to do it as well. At underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. Uh, we'll be catching up soon, man. Uh, thanks. Enjoy the games tonight. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Bottom of the hour. Got 30 minutes left. 800-998-1003. Got any questions on a player that we might have seen something from at OTA today? Both Jordan and I were there. We'd love to... Share that with you. Sport Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Gather round, folks. It's time for the Caesars Sportsbook Report. Haven't started with Caesars yet? Well, guess what? Your first bet is risk-free up to $1,100. Download the app and use the promo code RADIOCZR and then place your first bet. If you win, good for you. But if not, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. Not sure what to bet on first? No worries. We have plenty of action this week. We're down to crunch time in the basketball and hockey playoffs. Baseball is heating up. The French Open is underway. And you can still get in on some PGA action. Just remember to use the promo code RADIOCZR when you register to get your risk-free first bet. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesar can offer. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Must be 21 and physically present in Louisiana. Permit pending at Horseshoe Bossier City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New users only. Bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Paid as a single bet credit. Must be used within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. The only app with Caesars Rewards. Download it. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The bottom line about the quarterback situation is because they're so important, and there are only so many of them that are actually elite. Either you have one or you don't. So what happens when someone doesn't have one? They start squinting and seeing what they want to see. Daniel Jones, yeah, he can run and he can throw. So they start seeing what they want to see. That's why the Mitchell Trubisky thing was all right, because based on what was available for them, they went out and got the most athletic guy. They How's that look now? G.J. and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. We have a, a retiree. I will tell you oh. about it here in a quick second. Jordan so sad, will, so sad. Jordan will, uh, and it's Saints related too when you think about it. Go, go ahead and uh, go ahead and give us the, uh, the, the news. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like the mm-hmm. retirement. 
Thursday's question of the day tonight is game one of the NBA Finals. When you think of the NBA Finals, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. Do you remember when Ryan Fitzpatrick started against the Saints? Yes, I did. And they, he won the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did he win the game? He was wasn't that like the only game? I mean, he that, turned into Joe Montana. Wasn't that the only game they won for a while too? Or did they? No, I think they yeah. went on a little streak, actually. Yeah. Well, he um, nine teams, seventeen NFL seasons. Ryan Fitzpatrick telling his former teammates in a text message that includes every single one of his teammates. Apparently, his name that he's retiring. So there you go. So yeah. The text seems to be all the names of his his teammates. Whoever did that, that must have taken a while. Oh, that <laughs> it is. It's a lot. How much do you think that person got paid to put that together, dude? That's a lot of names. I'd love to know how many how many players that is. It's a lot. Once, Adam Schefter just tweeted. Why don't you start counting? Why, why don't we'll, we'll I do start it, counting? We'll do, we'll, do it live, we'll do it live on the air. Start yeah. counting one. Andrew Abadie, we had him on earlier in the week, uh, just tweeted, Tanner Hall has been named first team All-American by Collegiate Baseball. Hall is the first Golden Eagle to earn first team honors since Nick Sanderlin did it in 2018. We spoke with John Cox, voice of the Golden Eagles back at 1215. If I missed it, Jordan, and I want the 411 on the Golden Eagles since I'm an LSU fan and I know we're going to win tomorrow and we're going to face Southern Miss and it's going to be a battle at 6 o'clock. On, but I don't know anything about them. How can I go hear that interview? You go to our website, ESPN Radio NOLA. There you can find all three hours or you could go to our SoundCloud page or you can go to Apple Podcasts, type in ESPN Radio NOLA, and all three hours of the show will be there. Mm. Uh, Marion Barber III, a former Dallas Cowboys running back, has passed away at the age of 38. That news just hitting the Twitter feed here as well. Also, Kevin Durant is... I guess he's tweeting in support of Steph, huh? Did you see that on first take? Saying, uh, Screaming A said Steph Curry changed basketball for the better, while MJ changed it for the worse. Michael Jordan is responsible as much as anybody for changing the game for the worse. What? Yeah. Kevin Durant responded to that. My theory is that guys like Steve, Skip, and Shannon have changed the game for the worse. Player, <laughs> players like St- Steven and Michael can only push the game forward. Okay, so... He likes some guys, and he like he doesn't care for the others. So uh, it's four minutes long. So, but for some reason, he thinks Michael Jordan changed the game for the worse. I love uh, to hear what that reasoning yeah, love is to behind hear that. It. Too. Maybe tomorrow we got some more time. But there's people just jumping in the car and want to hear, of course, what we had to not really what we had to think about the OTAs. But essentially, give me give me the four one the the, the highlights. If you got anything, eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. You want to pass it along to us or ask us about a player, you know, we'll bring it up. But to me, essentially, it, it's you start with who's there, who's not there, right? And it is voluntary. But guys that were there today that were not there last week were Jarvis Landry, Marcus May, who was, you know, who's your starting center. Also, Andres Pete was there, left guard. 
going through, you know, the, the drills and the plays there. Uh, Adam Troutman, Contavia Street, one of the new free agent pickups on the defensive line. He was there as well. No Honey Badger did not see CD Deuce, CD Deuce or Demario Davis. But again, CD Deuce tweets every week that he's doing things. And, and, you know, he tweeted last week, went through my first OTA with, you know, Honey Badger Sheesh. He did that last Tuesday. So I think some of these guys are working out one or two days out of the three instead of all three. What, what's so funny? What's so funny? I just love what? how you quoted them exactly. Yeah, Sheesh. Well, I mean, he, it's, 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 it's several E's. It wasn't just, you know, the two that make it Sheesh. It was oh, Sheesh. There's several. How else would you have said it? No, it's, it's just that you're saying it. Yeah. Well, that's how you do it, isn't it? Nah. Anyway. That's really sad. Um, Jameis Winston out there practicing with what looked like a smaller brace today, right? And I didn't see as much of a limp, but he finally did throw an interception. He did. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It happened after we saw it. So maybe, maybe it was good luck about it. Hey, we didn't see it. I didn't see it with our own eyes. I didn't see it. If we didn't see it, it didn't happen. Exactly right. Now, Dennis Allen was asked after practice, how do you balance the reps that Jameis Winston is getting right now? Obviously still not a hundred percent, but still out there doing the work. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think that's all part of the process. Um, and, and look, Jameis has been really good throughout the rehab process. Um, I think he's done a good job of, of kind of understanding uh, where he's at, what he can and can't do. Um, and certainly that's part of our responsibility also as, a, as an organization to make sure that we're kind of overseeing it and make sure that we're doing all the things that we need to do. So, um, so yes, there is a delicate balance between pushing yourself to get yourself ready and yet being smart uh, and not overdoing it. There you go. So be smart. Don't overdo it, Jordan. You know, get out there and, and work. But no, I, look, I thought that was really good. And obviously, again, to me, seeing Jarvis Landry out there, I, I thought was nice. And, and Jarvis at the end of practice also spoke about getting the opportunity to be out there and being at OTAs and what's important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, DA is, DA, listen, DA is amazing. You know, uh, obviously this is a weird off season for, for me. Um, obviously first time head coach, well, second time head coach, but, you know, first time here, but um, I had a lot of moving parts going on, and he was very understanding um, about, you know, me not being here early on, and, you know, and getting here now, it's, you know, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be on the grass, be running routes, you know, have opportunity to learn and be a part of the culture and the team, and, you know, find my place here. God, I mean, he's got to move, you know, there's things he got to do around here, get some stuff done, but look, again, if he can get out there, and, and the, the more he can get that time on task, and while he's not 100% again, just understanding, and it does matter, right? I mean, seeing Jameis throw to him, throw to Alave, the more reps you can do, why, why are you rolling your eyes? Why are you rolling your eyes? Did you see Jarvis Landry's one-hand catch? Huh? The one-hand catch? Yeah, I'm, I'm always going to be me. I'm, I'm very competitive. You know, I'm not really a trash talker, but... You know, you know, if it gets fiery, if it gets there, it gets there, and that's what it is. But I'm not, you know, I'm just here competing. Mm, I like that. Him, Michael Thomas, <laughs> that ought to be interesting. Speaking of, uh, what's it been like so far? I, he, he's, I played this earlier, and he kind of, I guess, provided some info here. I, I did not know that he had this kind of a relationship with Michael Thomas. So we, yeah. uh, how, how does that? How does no, that that's my brother. That's my brother. That's my brother. Uh, I was, I'm, 
excited to see him. Um, you know, we've always been talking. We've had a long-standing relationship since, you know, he was in high school, we were in college, you know, so um, he's a guy that uh, as time went on and obviously the things that he did here in New Orleans, you know, you look up to a guy like that, you know, uh, so he has a, a lot of, uh, of potential, even more potential going forward, and I can't wait to see him out here and line it up with him. Big deal or no big deal that Michael Thomas gets two additions to a receiving room that pa- could yeah. that could take away a catch or two, but makes the group better, but has already a relationship with both. Like I think that's actually a big deal. I think it couldn't have worked out better. Well, for yeah, the I think it also if, if you bring in a guy that you don't know too well and he's taken away you know receptions from you, I think there could be a little bit of a problem there. But if your best friend comes in to work with you, I mean, I, I think you're a little bit more lenient with them. Brandon Cooks. Those mouths don't get fed. That is true. Right? He was a little upset. Didn't like the the competition there. Look at me. I'm the guy. And it didn't work. Everything went downhill when they they banned him from doing the the, the arrow. You think it was the bow and arrow thing? It was yeah, it was What it his was, attitude it was never the same. It was the celebration. It was never the same when they took that away from him. He really was not the same, yeah, to be honest with you. Um but yeah, man, when you when you think about it, it couldn't have worked out better. Right when you think, I didn't know that Jarvis Landry and him had that kind of a relationship, but that that just makes it that that just makes the whole um, playing as a group, I think, going to be easier. And, and again, dude, you saw him today. I mean, Alave, he just looks the part, dude. Just looks the part. He's just going to fit right in nicely. What? Why? Why? Why are you? Why are you looking away? Said this for. You know what I'm going to say? Positive. Yes, he does look look part Gus. Wow, he does look. Are you the making part. fun of me? No, I'm just saying. I'm just you know with all the recent you know wide receiver history that the Saints have had. Crazy. I don't want to you know give off the bad juju. Landry getting yards after the catch. Yeah, you know I don't I don't wrap my mind around that stuff no more. You know if I. If I fall in that, that trap, you know, it's, 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 it's never ending. But, you know, for me, I think, you know, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to run great routes. I'm going to catch the football um, and make things happen with it. Block for my teammates, you know, and that's just who I am. And when I hang it up at some point, then we'll, you know, we can go back and, you know, check records and check stats and things like that. I think one of the things that he's uh, – and I did notice one of the two nice, I guess, catches that he did make today, Jordan, was – out of the slant there, lined up in the slant. That's where they had him. But I think one of the things that I, I'm looking forward to seeing him do is, is work with, you know, Chris Olave and, and, and seeing where they can go as a receiving group. I, I just, I think it's going to be fun. That's just me. No, I'm looking forward to, I mean, like we keep on mentioning, we haven't seen, you know, this wide receiver group. For the Saints in, in years, I mean, the last time you could say that they had this, you know, solid of a wide receiving core is probably with Lance Moore um, and Marcus Colston and, and in that group. So I think this is the first time in a while where you're going to have guys that could make plays after the catch like Lance. I'm cutting said. you off. I can't take this anymore. This guy, This guy's complaining. Roy, Tua's complaining after practice that the media didn't record and show his 50 to 55 yard pass that would have been a touchdown and he's upset that all the other ones are gone. This dude is LeBron. I mean, seriously. 
No one spends more time hyping. This guy's supposed to, like, they hype this guy like he's supposed to be the best quarterback. He better be. Huh? Here, I'll give it to you right now. Unbelievable. Here's uh, let, him, you, let here, the listeners hear what he's here, got to say. I will when we come back out of the break. Uh, so we'll take the break and listen to it because he's, he's out there complaining. Complaining. Unbelievable. Well, why don't you give me a, why don't you start paying me and I'll... My sole job, your sole job, will be to video the you the highlights. Whole, yeah, give me a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand, and I'll and I'll make sure that camera's recording twenty four seven. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the Director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury, or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment, individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. All right, here we go. For Roy, Miami Dolphins super fan who just texted me 17-0. and Unbelievable. 17-0 and is uh, what his Dolphins are going to go to. Apparently, Tua. Little uh, caliente under the collar there. Little, little you know caliente. why he wants yeah. them? Because that's probably the only pass that he's going to make that's actually worth a bleep the whole well, year. Hey, hey, maybe it's the only one that went wobbly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. This I haven't even heard what he's going to say. But this stems from that video. This stems from the video the Dolphins themselves put out. This wasn't, as he's about to call you, a Twitter warrior or whatever it is that you are that tweets. The Dolphins put out a video. They were all excited. Look, he, here's our quarterback throwing a Tyree kill. Yay, he caught it, and it was in slow-mo. And then somebody commented, what was that? A, what, I mean, you mean the wounded duck? I mean, the ball was wobbly. <laughs> and look, and that's, that's, that's the world of Twitter. You cannot tweet anything 
and not expect at least 30% negative tweets or comments on that tweet. I mean, it just it is what it is, right? But that's where this boils down to. If you don't think that bothered him, because then the next day Tyree Kill came out and said, like, you know, the guy throws a bunch of bombs and had to post, you know, pictures of him throwing completions. Like, it really did bother him. Let's, like, let's, let's hear what he has to say, well, let's Roy. Hear. But let's hear. Let's hear what he has to say. It's only 34 seconds. Bring that up to me. Um, but she brings it up just, you know, just so I'm aware with the questions that you guys are going to ask me. Um, you know, for me, it's just. So wait, so he has to be prepped? Is that what he just said? Well, I heard. It just sounded to me like, uh, so a media relations person has to prep him with what he thinks he's about to be asked. Good job there, Roy. All right. Anyways, move on. Um, you know, for me, it's just zone that out. I mean, we come out to practice, everyone else, Twitter warriors, you know, keyboard warriors, whatever you want to call them. You know, they're not out here practicing with us working hard. So, uh, I think there it is. There it is. He's LeBron. He literally just insulted everyone there and yeah. they're laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like he called them Twitter words. My, my favorite part is, you know, I just zone it out. Actually, no, you don't. You're you're, you're doing the direct opposite of zoning it out. It's not, it's not zoning it out at all. Actually, now not only are you telling me that it did bother you, but now now you make you wanted to make sure that you brought up something that was positive and ended with money. You know what? At least LeBron actually has done something in his career. <laughs> I'm like this guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. He better. So I'm saying he better. Roy, I'm telling you, everybody. No, we're not going to be mad. I'm clipping. No, I, I'm I, clipping. I'm <laughs> clipping that. I'm, I'm clipping it. I'm going to save this for for the end of the season review. Oh, you're clipping it. We'll come back to this. All right. Easy enough. All right. Who you got tonight? I'm going to say the Warriors take game one. Warriors take game one. Oh. You know what's interesting? I have it saved. And it just so happens to be today's date. I just noticed. This was this a year ago? Wow, this was a year ago. Here you go, Roy, just for you. There goes LeBron walking off the floor with five forty to go. Yeah, everything was a little later last year, wasn't it? The playoffs. Or something, yeah. That's when LeBron and them, you know, done it and also uh this happened. I call him after the street clothes days. Because he's always yeah. in street clothes. Yeah, I have it well, saved. Happy anniversary. I, I have it saved at 6-2. So, yeah, today probably, is Actually, you know what? It probably happened the night before, though. Well, either way, yeah. Yeah, you're right, because I saved it yeah. in today's date. So, yeah, well, either way, it's been a year. I call him after the street clothes Davis, because he's always in street clothes. <laughs> How little did he know that the upcoming season he would really be in a lot of street clothes? Isn't that crazy? Wow. I saw a tweet from Anthony Davis. That's, I just want to hear this one more time. There goes LeBron walking off the floor with 540 to go. He's got something to do. You know? He's got business. He's got to be a billionaire, He's you know? Got, got, you don't, you're not a billionaire by sitting there and waiting for the game to end that nope. he already lost. That's dedication. That's exactly right. To his craft. Yep. <laughs> Roy. We need to get Roy out here. Just, I mean, seriously. Do, do we give him a full, se- like, just a segment during the football season? Not after what I just heard Tua say. To just Miami Dolphin it up? No. Okay. Anyway, uh, we will be at Francesca by Katie's tomorrow. We'll be at the Deli Pizzeria 
on Harrison. Come on by. I'm literally leaving as soon as I say goodbye to go pick up some Monster Jam tickets. I'll have some. So definitely come on out. We will see you tomorrow at noon on Harrison between West End and Canal. Matt Moscona. And after further review is up now. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Jordan. And thank you for listening to the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Oh, 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 o